Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, welcome to Life Point. I'm glad you're with me again today. And if you was with me yesterday, you know that I had friends of mine from Egypt in town, and the whole family is with me in the studio. And they're with me again today, and it is Ken and Kelly and Zeke and Titus Oldham. And they've been in uh, in Egypt for six and a half years. Uh, Ken is the pastor there, and he works in Egypt. And I believe in Lebanon, too. We're going to ask him about that. And we had an interesting conversation to finish yesterday's show. We were talking about how Christianity uh, is accepted and uh, what the faiths were over there. And Ken, just to kind of continue... Well, first, guys, uh, great to have you, Zeke. Thanks for being with us again. Thank you. Zeke is a sophomore. And what's the name of your school? Cairo American College. Cairo American College over there. And and then we have Titus. Hello. Hi, hi, Titus. And you go to the same school, and you're going to be graduating now. Yep. And looking at colleges over here at the United States and looking at going into the field of what we're doing right now, radio or TV yeah. or something, you know, wherever God leads yeah, you. exactly. I know that you're you guys are uh, certainly... Uh, following God's path, and and you guys are all you've moved from Alabama, I guess. So you're, you, you know, that's like a foreign country to Idaho, anyway. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, it's a long ways away. I mean, we only reason we know Alabama is because Boise is such a huge football town, and so Alabama, of course, is is football, and so it's uh, <laughs> we we get that, and so that's a kind of our connection. But uh, anyway, I'm glad you guys are back. Kelly, good to have you back with us again today, too. Thank you. It's good to be here. And I wish you guys could be here, uh, you listeners, to see their smiles and see this beautiful Mm -hmm. family, because they're a great, great family that uh, just loves God and really is making a difference over in Egypt. But we talked yesterday in closing about uh, the different religions in Egypt, and you said the number one religion, of course, is Islam over there. Right. But there's a couple other religions they accept. Right. So three legal religions, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, all of which trace their roots back to uh, Abraham. So what if somebody was a Buddhist? Well, they if they were an expatriate, someone who was living and working there from an international background, uh, that wouldn't necessarily be discriminated against. Uh, but as far as uh, Egyptians are concerned, Egyptian citizens, they fall within those three categories. Do they have to claim that in something? That's not claimed. That's uh, by birth. And so whatever your father's religion was, that's going to be your religion. It's going to be put on your birth certificate, your registration and identification card. Uh, later in life, that is going to be your religion. So it would say Christian on your... Right. Wow. Okay, well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's a unique. And, of course, I've been over to Thailand, and Thailand is mostly Buddhist. I mean, over 90-some percent right. uh, Buddhist and uh and I mean, they're just really nice, accepting people because they believe in karma. You right. know, they believe in you need to be kind to people, and so they're they're very kind. But there was hardly any Christians, except now most of the missionaries are ho- are being hosted in uh, Chiang Mai, where I went and visited. I mean, many of the organizations now headquarters used to be in China. Armstrongs were telling me, but now they're in Chiang Mai. I guess it's just easy in and easy out, and it's so cheap to live. So speaking of that, speaking of living and cost of living, what is Egypt? How does Egypt compare to the states? Uh, it's a difficult uh, question. The idea of cost of living analysis for uh, a lot of different places in the world. So you might look at a loaf of bread and say, "Well, bread is cheaper within Egypt," uh, but uh, or a 
gasoline. Gasoline is definitely far cheaper, but it's not necessarily filtered the same way. And as a result, the wear and tear on the engine is higher. And so you can't necessarily compare items across the, a board and, and come to a, a cost of living analysis. You'll see a lot of things about the same price, uh, but the quality may not be the same. Yeah. How are the swimming pools? <laughs> there are uh well the the kids school has uh, a great pool uh but uh there not many people have swimming pools so yeah at least not in our uh part of the city yeah. well ken not only do you pastor in egypt but don't you do some work in lebanon yeah we come alongside of churches not only in egypt but in lebanon uh some other christians uh in north africa uh and through lebanon we're in relationship and conversations with christians in syria what has been the most difficult uh, thing to do in in building this ministry? You know, you've been here six and a half years, and you know, what has been the most difficult part of that? Well, we've just been developing relationships with everybody that we can. Uh, just as we seek to love people, we allow uh, those relationships to develop naturally, and through those relationships, we've been able to grow an opportunity uh, of. Uh, just amazing opportunities in a variety of different ways, whether that's working alongside of refugees, working alongside of uh, people uh, in local churches in Egypt uh, or in, in any of these other places that we serve. So what would you say, when you think about your church in Egypt and you think about, of course, you were in the United States all these years, what do you, what do you see the biggest difference within the body of Christ, within the church? Well, the set of churches that we work with in Egypt are being viewed as perhaps some of the healthiest set of churches anywhere in the world. Uh, and what sets them apart is really unparalleled unity uh, and uh, how they embrace the idea of leadership de- development in the next generations, really pouring into and elevating young leaders, uh, as young as teenagers leading uh, in children's ministries and then um, young adults leading teenage ministries and then giving those young adults opportunity to lead in national ministries even. So there's a variety of different things, but the unity by far is the most amazing and sets them apart. Well, that's very interesting because that is so vital in the church. I mean, unity. We need the unity in our churches. We need people to bind together and and to teach our kids and our youth to be leaders because I'm telling you what, it, it's hard to get people to serve. I, it is, You know, we have a pretty good-sized church, but it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get people to step out and serve. Right. Well, and for an example, one of our congregations, uh, each of their classes, each of their Sunday school classes has no less than four teachers per class because they never want to be short of teachers. They're always identifying who has the possibility and the potential and the gifts to teach, and they're giving them opportunity and being able to lead and reach people. And so they're always finding new ones, putting them in places to learn, and then setting them free to lead another group of children or, or young adults. Wow, that's great. And Kelly, the women uh, there, it has to be a little bit different because of being a, such a Muslim state, uh, Islamic state. Uh, how, how do the women in the church, how, how is the ministry with that, and how does the outside world affect that? Well, the, fortunately, Egypt is 
um, quite Western, where they do, where women do have more freedoms than maybe some of the other Middle Eastern countries. And so, for example, the women don't have to cover, especially Christian women. Even the Muslim women, they have the choice of how they want to dress and cover. Um, and also, women can drive. They have jobs. They go to university. So they're very influential in in the community. In the church, it's a little bit different because. Um, Women aren't often the leaders in the church as far as being the pastors, but however, they do lead in many ways with the ministries, um, with Sunday school, with other women's ministries, and, you know, worship leading, different things like that. Um, Women are very influential all the way around. So they get involved. They do. They definitely get involved. And boys, uh, I want you to tell me a little bit about uh, how the, the youth ministries over there, what you guys are in with a bunch of teenagers, uh, what what would you say? And of course, uh, um, Zeke, you've been very young over there, of course, and so maybe weren't as involved with um, the Alabama because you weren't in youth then. And Zeke, you were—I mean, uh, Titus, you were just barely a youth, or just starting to get into youth mm-hmm. when you came over. What do you see uh, a difference? What do you see a difference in maybe the youth attitude versus the youth attitude in youth ministry over in this direction, or do you notice anything? Um, or you've had a chance to notice anything? From what I've seen, it's not very much different on like outlook, but I think there's something unique about being a part of the youth there just because it's more diverse and people come from all over. So you do get a bunch of different perspectives. So the youth, uh, so the youth Zeke still know how to have fun over there? Uh, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys do for fun? Um... Uh, in youth ministry? Oh, youth ministry, life, you know, whatever. Um, well, it's very similar to what they do here. There's often lots of uh, youth games and that sort of thing. There's usually uh, songs, uh, and there's always a cert, like a, a sermon. And so it's it's very similar to any youth ministry. Do you guys have here. retreats and such? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, so there's not a whole bunch of difference then, and and it sounds like Egypt is a little more. I, I'm going to say up to date when it comes to some of those things and some of those other countries. Yeah, no. Uh, well, now uh, media and technology are the world over. More people have access to the internet and smartphones, and as a result, they have access to uh, YouTube, and so they're watching what's happening in other churches and other ministries and other countries and other contexts. And so it's changing the way the world thinks and behaves. And a lot of those traditional cultural backgrounds are not as strong as they used to be uh, in those places. Okay. Well, if someone wanted to follow your ministry in Egypt, somebody listening today says, man, I'm, I'm interested in that. How would they follow you guys? Do you have a, a way they could, somewhere they could go to follow you guys? Yeah, if you want to just find out what we're a part of in the in the churches that we represent, you can go to uh, what chogglobal.org. That's C H O G G L O B A L.org. And uh, you can find uh, all of our uh, colleagues uh, and projects that we're associated with. And you can look for our name, Ken and Kelly Oldham, under global personnel and um, find out more. Uh, uh, as far as our contact of social media and uh, newsletters of things that we're doing and a variety of other information. So that's chog, C-H-O-G, global.org, and look under Kel- Ken and Kelly Oldham. And, of course, they're in Egypt. If you want to follow them, uh, 
uh, some, or if you have any questions, you can always get a hold of me also. And if you're thinking, man, I've got, I need, there's somebody I need to support, you can get a hold of me and I can sure uh, uh, get a, uh, make sure that happens because we as a church support them and uh, we'll continue because we know they're making a difference and that's what we want to support. Well, guys, we're out of time. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Guys, boys, thank you. Thank you. And Kelly, bless you. Thank you for being here. God bless you too. Folks, bless you, and we'll be back to programming soon. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.